Hey everybody, this is Jermaine Pencil, one third of the New Kids and owner of G Pencil Consulting. I work with young professionals, entrepreneurs, small businesses, and nonprofits to help take their organizations or personal development to the next level. To learn more about what I do, you can visit me at G Pencil, that's P N T S I L, consulting.com, or check me out on Twitter at Jermaine Pencil. That's P N T S I L. Well, hey guys. <laughs> hey y'all. How y'all doing? Today is a wonderful, beautiful Saturday. We don't usually record on Saturdays. But we here. But we here. And it's nice outside. And it's very nice outside. And they hit the beat of 84. Exactly. <laughs> and it's not blistering hot in here. Um, today I have with me, of course, the terrible twosome. Whatever. Sharia <laughs> <We are laughs> and Jermaine are here. Say You're hi, amazing. What up, no? Don't believe have, that terrible stuff. <laughs> and I have two extra guests with us today, too. So first is... One of my ride or dies. Takeshi is here with the us. newest addition to the crew. Because I forgot that we were recording today, and then at five thirty, my phone was like, "Hey, yo, <laughs> you have somewhere to be in thirty minutes." And me and Taki were sitting on the couch, and I was like, "I'm gonna have to put five dollars in your tank so that you could take me somewhere." Because I completely forgot about this. So shout out to Taki. So shout out okay. to Taki. Yeah. She know I take her wherever she need to go. That's I'm my like girl. That's my girl. Yeah. And then our wonderful. Beautiful guest of the day. Jillian from Jai. Say hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> peace, peace, peace. Um, so let's jump right into it. Do we have a question of the day? We didn't determine the question of the no, day. No, because the question of the day is Georgia. Sorry guys, I'm just off. Okay. Where what are you guys' upcoming travel plans? Do you have any place exciting to go to I'm next? Carabana, yes! Yeah. Everything yes. you have costume. Yes. Oh my goodness, are you gonna march? Yep. Yeah, her outfits be lit, y'all. They be lit. Yes. Is that expensive? I think it's really expensive. Yeah, to, it's like, pretty expensive, like, but I mean, you shop it just like you would do anything. Mm-hmm. So we usually, I mean, you learn every time you go, like what's yeah. what you should not be doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> so we are very good. Yeah, but you learn what you should not be doing and stuff like that. So it's not. And you have a long time. Mm. So we paid for like the costume here, the room there. Okay. You know, so not trying to do everything at I once. No. Yeah. <laughs> but the costumes they are expensive, but I mean they're gorgeous and they're handmade and I mean I have they're my from last year, like on the wall, like as decoration. Mm. So yeah, I'm super excited. Those are my plans. Okay, enough about me. Where y'all going? <laughs> um so coming up, I think the first week in August. Um, I'll be a reunion, which is a reunion. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, it's a reunion of people. This, so. I know, so it's a re- it's a reunion of people that um, me and Honey have gotten to know over the years. Don't Google it. Don't. Honey, you know. <laughs> um, giving them ideas. And then uh, me and Shariah have to go to Atlanta. For oh school. yes, we do have to do that in, at the end of August. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm over it already. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I, right now, that's like my travel calendar. I, my aunt is getting ready to go to Australia in like two weeks. And I'm Yo, pissed. auntie, I'm trying to be. Listen, like when I get older, Jermaine's I'm being aunt I'm is 
goals. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. She does so like, whatever like, she wants. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever she, she wants. wants in, in, like, a penthouse on Woodward downtown. Yes. She travels, like, she, every My favorite month. thing about her is that she says anything that she says. <laughs> and that's and I love it. I love every she drinks whatever she wants. And then don't let us not be on her level. She's like, what the hell? Can't shut up. I forgot. She was, so she was at this Tampa party with us like two weeks ago. <laughs> Mind you, my aunt is in her like mid-60s. So <laughs> she was turning up with we everybody else. with that. She was like, what y'all doing? Why y'all sitting down? Come on. You, what you drinking? Where you drinking? Uh, we about to go to the bar, get y'all some drink. Like, we not about to play. And I was right. just like, okay. What's her name? Her name is Ann Conley. Shout out to my auntie. Hey, girl. How you doing? Hey, auntie. Plus, she's like really involved in the community. She's the president of the Persian High School Alumni Association. She's been the president for about 25 years. Oh, so she's a boss. Yes, mm-hmm. a she's a boss. She, she works not. Yes, yes, she is not playing no games. <laughs> shout out to my auntie. Love. Shout out to the Kappas. Yeah. Shout out to the Kappas for that party. Yeah, shout out to the Kappas. It was, it was, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Somebody yeah. holler at that, uh, <laughs> that police officer that was at the door. Hey, yes, please. Because he was fine for us. Y'all thirsty? Yes. Uh, so where are you? What's your travel plans? Besides uh, where we're going? I am trying to book a flight to New Orleans for Halloween. Um, I want to stay here and stunt because I have a couple of bomb ass costumes planned. However, I don't really care about the city. Um, I love my city, but I don't care about it on Halloween. Um, and just I feel like it would be really cool to be down in New Orleans during Halloween with like voodoo culture yeah. and just how people mm-hmm. dress up for any occasion at all down there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've never even thought of that. Man, and I feel like I'm gonna get stuck when I go. So mm-hmm. I have a friend down there, so we get I got stuck. A couple of friends she down got there. You. I'm just trying to find somebody to live with for like half a year. <laughs> Taki, where you going? I want to tell you about that. Taki, here. Because I'm stuck to do I can't. Next year for sure. Taki grinding for the business. I don't have any business in Toronto myself. I'm I'm coming up for air for Toronto. I'm going to move back down. Nose is back down. Oh, yeah. I went to Toronto in November. Man, it was so lit. Was it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And they're ahead of the game. Man, they're ahead of the game. For real. I, I used all of my PTO, so I ain't going nowhere. They're homeless. They don't even look like homeless people there. It was weird. I'm like, wait. Whenever I go to Chicago, I see homeless people, and they will, like, leave all of their belongings on a corner and just, like, go walk somewhere. And it makes me wonder, like, are y'all the feds in real life? Like, are y'all monitoring what's going because on? Because homeless people don't do that. Like, all everywhere. of your belongings will be so precious. I feel like... I want to go to London, like, not before the end of the year. Yeah, I don't like London. London. So I want to go to London. Wait, wait, I have gifts. Yes! We love gifts! Yes! I completely forgot. I didn't know you would be here. We didn't know Tiger would be here either. Spiritual and stuff. I'm supposed to be like, there's gonna be a girl named Taki there. God, I feel that one. Of course, it's Yes, we're all about to be slim thick. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
now. So yes. I like, yes. Oh, cool. I can save you some money. I'm yeah, and the and the the friend gets ten percent off her cleanse or oh, his oh, cleanse sweet. too, and then you will get twenty off of your next. Oh, oh sweet! I got actually two people lit. that are reaching out to me because I was doing it at work, so everybody was seeing it. They're like, "Where's what your food? <laughs> what is and that? What is that? I'm like, don't stuff. you worry about me because I'm about to do something. Don't worry about me. I'm not my daddy. Well, current events first. Yes. Current events. There's not much happening in the month of July. Life is boring. Life is boring. Um, for my friends who are listening to this, take off work the evening of July 14th. Thank you very much. I'm gonna have the house to myself, and we're gonna have a potluck. So if you're not there. I'll be mad at you. Um, <laughs> Period. And then July 15th, that is going to be one packed ass day. day. Oh my goodness. I'm not so ready. So <laughs> first off is for the 99, which we told you guys about on the last episode. They finally dropped the date. And of course, it's Pre- the same night. Of course, it's the same night as another event. So for the 99 is going to be happening July 15th. It is presented by Squad. I can't say that right. It's up to Squad to say it like that. They're real good at that. And for the 99 is Squad's and annual 90s inspired party it is a 90s inspired house party um no crazy stuff happens everybody's very respectful it's always fun it's always fun it gets packed so they have their early $200 twerk contest $200 twerk contest oh my, oh my they God. always God. have free food sometimes they have free liquor while supplies last and so. I think they're giving away a bottle of liquor yes. with the twerk contest uh-huh. as well a bottle of honey because squad only drinks Duce because they fancy um so get to for the 99 early you guys can uh hit up che j prime or any of the dope div guys they will have more info on that for you and also the same night is the infamous (laughs) mixer they have informed us that there will be no mates this year (laughs) but bring your gas bags just in case because i don't trust it (laughs) put some milk in a fan (laughs) bag bring a portable fan (laughs) wear gym shoes because you might have just come prepared to twerk and possibly run. <laughs> possibly run and possibly hey, meet the love of your life at yes. the mixer because I have actually heard a couple of love stories. Me too. From the mixer. From 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 yes. People wow. done met their baby. People done met their baby. Oh, they baby oh, daddy. I didn't meet mom. nobody because the one I went to got shut down since I got there. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, girl. I was like, oh, maybe slow down. Inside of really? the mixer because every time I pull up the line, like, so you gotta get there early. You have to get so there. So this year I told my friends it will be there yeah. early just mm-hmm. to see you know what's going on. I mean, it's always fun. I've never had a bad experience. Me neither. At the mixer. I mean, besides the maze, but, but yeah, besides <laughs> almost dying. I've always, <laughs> always had fun. But I feel like at every great party you almost die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you might dance yourself yeah, like, to like an I mean, I feel like you might slip, you know. Like that the next morning, I yeah. feel like death yeah. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. So there's truth there. There's there. There's there. See, there's there's there it's either the next day, that night. Like you might fall trying to help your homegirl keep her balance oh, while she's yes. working. Like it's a, it's hey, all much speaking of keeping balance. Shout out to Parker for that picture at Jerk and Jalop. Oh, that's hilarious. Holding up the team. Like, <laughs> shout out to baby girl for giving that twerk. Shout out to old dude for holding her up. And shout out to Parker for holding her up too. <laughs> <laughs> it was a team. Reach one, teach one. Support your your local twerk team. Yes. So I think that's everything for uh, current events for the next upcoming weeks. If you guys have any current events that you would like featured on the mixer, um, you can always oh, feature on the mixer. I mean, on the mixer. <laughs> <laughs> you see where my mind is at. I'm trying to be in party mode already. 
already. If you would like to have your uh, event featured on the New Kids Radio, please uh, shoot us a tweet at the New Kids LLC. Uh, same name on Instagram, or you can email us at the New Kids LLC at gmail.com. So that's it for creative events. Hot topics. We need like a really cute, like buzzy. Girl, story. You know how long it took us to uh, come up with the new kids? So. <laughs> right. Like, we'll let's not tell that story again. We will have a for like a year. I was about to say that. And it's gonna be in French. It was gonna be in French. It was gonna be in French. So Jay Z's album is out. 444. I haven't, I've only heard snippets. I've seen a little video because I'm a broke bitch and I don't have Sprint nor Title because I'm not paying Clay all these months to listen to your music. Um, I love my black people. I support black businesses. However, my pockets don't. Broke five broke. I'm still with Kanye. But Jay-Z's album is out and I keep seeing men and women talk about the opposite sex on the internet and it is driving me nuts. I think he I think his intent was good. Like, you know, he was gonna air all his dirty laundry and empower men and the women are just mad that he cheated on Beyonce. But you know the men are like finally they feel like the Tyler Perry movie story. Like but at the same time like it's been funny for me seeing all the conspiracy theories like come out from this. Like people drawing lines, like connecting the dots between Beyonce's lemonade album, a seat at the table, and now this and just because are nosy. But they're all like well I haven't listened to uh, 444 but A Seat at the Table is amazing yeah Lemonade is amazing, amazing. Yes. and I'm sure 444 is nothing less than amazing but I just don't understand why we all acting like we didn't know he was cheating like, like why Why? Ring the Alarm came out so long ago so bro and that is one of her I hardest videos I, her hardest I, I love it I can't think of what the song is, but she was singing it live. Resentment. Um, it was a resentment when she was uh, like, I gotta look at her and see that she had yeah, half of me. Yeah. That's resentment? Okay. Resent- you know that's a Victoria totally Beckham written song? Victoria Beckham wrote it before really? that song, and it's a cover. Shout out to the Spice Girls. Right? Because they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And David Beckham is fine. Yes. Yes. See, it's interesting with Beyonce, though, because, well, at least for me, as someone who is not necessarily a Beyonce fan, like, as far as her music goes, me either. she, I took away her her personification. So when she makes these songs, I didn't apply any of them to her life. Yeah. So she's she's such she's so good at what she does. She was only a performer to me. Yeah. So because I don't feel her music. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, she's been telling us forever, but at the same time, I'm like, well, she talks about that because that's what we need to talk about. Because but that's... you bring up an interesting point though, because um, a lot of these performers, like especially for Beyonce, who you know, she has such a great platform of you know stage presence and performance Absolutely. and music. You don't know where to draw that line from personal to artist. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of people feel that since they've been with Beyonce since early Destiny's Child days, they've been mm-hmm. a fan, they feel like they know her or they know her life, but you don't know if that's really her right. or yeah. if exactly. that's just her projecting through someone else. Right. Through someone Absolutely. else because she, she everyone knows Beyonce one doesn't really write a lot of her That's what they say. She didn't even and write And also, lyrics. she's an artist. It doesn't matter how big of an artist you are, art is going to be art and she is a performance artist, so she's not always going to be herself. Right. And yeah. I feel like people read into too much all the time and also Beyonce and Jay-Z live completely different lifestyles than all of us nothing not a secret alone. nothing that they go through 
private. They're, they're really private, private people. And so they're forced to be that way because of how really famous they are. No, what they allow us to Right. And I'm sure it wasn't like he just went and made this album and it just came out. Beyonce knew this was coming. She had to have known this was right. coming. And right. I, I think that's why he released it after the twins were born mm-hmm. because we don't expect to see Beyonce yet. She just yeah. had twins. So it's like we don't expect to but see her. It was perfect. Timing. I think with celebrities in general, like a lot of times people become so attached to this image that mm-hmm. they yeah. see on you the know, person Twitter or social media. Yeah, like this person is human. And this person, their image is crafted. Mm-hmm. Like right. what you're Absolutely. seeing is not necessarily who this person really is. And there's a whole team that There's a whole team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't do any of it. That's like the they're just the face that yes. you see. That They're yeah. the final product. They they're the finished. Real life yeah. shit just yes. like we do. I think it happens <laughs> with like every celebrity. Like that face is something. We, we're back to the same thing. Like we talked about Bill Cosby. Like this ain't Cliff Huxley movie. I was like, this is <laughs> Talking about hey 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 coming out the courtroom. Yes, I, I don't know. Done. <laughs> I don't yeah, it's like a have clip. a seat. It was like a little clip of him leaving the courtroom after they. Hey, hey, hey. He basically did like the fat Albert voice yeah. to like the crowd. Well, and that's it was weird. Awkward. <laughs> it was just so we strange. still don't trust you. You just had to just so get strange. a mistrial. Like it's not like we're gonna forget about everything that happened or supposedly happened. And even if you feel that way, what an awkward way to express it. Right. <laughs> just don't show anything at all. Where's your PR rep? Because they <laughs> like every episode we talk about. Shout out to the PR people because. Yes. Honey, Yes. Because fire is under your ass, baby. <laughs> like, really the PR people be working, okay? Mm-hmm. They they have to put in work. And if your PR person is not good, find somebody else to And yes. Twitter will tell you if your PR person Listen, is Listen, yes. <laughs> That's why I also want to interview Bree Brown of... Yes, uh, of uh, the B, B agency. B, yeah, the B agency. She's on our thing. She's on our Yeah. Um, also, something I forgot. We finally found out the actual names of the twins because Kind of, Oh, you talking about because of the trademark? Yeah, because all the trademarks. Rumi. Rumi and, and Sir. Shout out to Sir because that's an awkward ass name but that kid is going to have respect from day one. It's a movie with the character uh, named Sir. It's a black movie um, and the mother talks about how she named him Sir because it commands respect and all the things like that. So I, well, that makes sense. I think He's the first boy. Yeah, he is the first boy. So of course, yeah. And clearly, Beyonce was like, I got Blue Ivy so you can name me Sir. You can but he named Blue Ivy though. Did he? Yeah. Ivy is the IV from his album. Oh yeah. Like, blue, yep, blueprint and then And it has a story that's great and i like Rumi too after the um philosopher mm-hmm. that's cute um mm, i wasn't feeling either feeling. <laughs> i like Rumi. i don't i don't like sir i don't like sir and Rumi's just weird i don't like sir but i understand <laughs> sir so it's like i get why you would do it plus it's, at the end of the day these babies are already richer than me so very, very much so my name is feel free to name your kid shrine please let's make some money so, also, let's give a quick shout out to Raphael Wright. Um, he is a young black millennial in the city who is making moves. I am very proud of him, and I have not even met yes. him yet, ever. We're um, friends in our head. Yes. In my head. <laughs> You're in our circle. It's the homie. Um, he is opening a black-owned grocery store on Detroit's yes. east side, and he won Detroit Shout out to the east side. <laughs> but for real. But for oh, real. Oh, God, I know. Well, that answers that question. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to him. He won Detroit.
trade soup last night. We couldn't. I can't find um, how much money he won, but that is a huge step in the right direction. His GoFundMe has been going pretty well, and he's been getting a lot of positive press. He's at twenty five k on his GoFundMe, but he needs more. So yes. please go search. Please donate. Donate a dollar. Donate five dollars. If you can't donate, share the link. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. There are multiple ways of giving support to this guy. Yes. We really, really, really need this grocery store. To we do need that. It's yes. a necessity for sure. Um, and then last but not least is the hot topic pertaining to me. Mwah. Because, you know, I like attention. Um, so me and my mom are shopping for an RV. Uh, we're shopping for a used RV to completely renovate. And we're going to start a YouTube channel. And we're going to film the process from beginning to end. Hopefully get some sponsorships and some speaking engagements. But we don't know what to name this. Um, we have no experience in carpentry and building or anything. So if you guys could tweet us at the New Kids LLC or you can tweet me at honey underscore spiffy. That is my Twitter name right now. There's an underscore there. Yes. Honey underscore spiffy. Um, I love how that whole conversation with your silk. <laughs> just just let me know what we should name it. Somebody said who Valor was like renovation, the RV nation. Get it. Hmm. Cute, I think. I don't know. That's all we have so far. So let me know what me and my mom should name our YouTube channel, and I'll let you know when it drops. And maybe I'll have something special for whoever picks winning. Next. I feel like every time we talk about you, it's a prize involved. <laughs> because remember yeah. when we couldn't find it? We was yeah. like, whoever, whoever finds find honey, honey gets a prize. Gets a prize. Honey oh is probably in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. yeah, we're going to take a commercial break, and yeah, then yes. after that, we're going to jump into our interview with Jillian. Turn up. Hi everybody, my name is Shariah. I'm one third of the new kids and owner of Marshall Career Consulting. I specialize in resume editing, CV editing, business plans, and all sorts of business needs. My purpose is to help you have the career of your dreams and to make you the best worker or entrepreneur possible. I also work with small business assistants such as small business analysis and small business startup. I pride myself in not only helping you to make the best decisions for your business, but also for yourself. You can check me out at www.marshallcareerconsulting.com. You can also check me out on Twitter at Shariah, S-H-Y-R-I-A-H-M. Or you can also check me out on Instagram or Facebook, all under Marshall Career Consulting. And you do have the ability to book me at all of these sites. So let's get back to the show. All right, guys. So welcome back. And, hey. and we're back. Back, yes. back, back. We need. Okay, I need you to never do that again. <laughs> we need Gumby here with his beat machine. I can't. So, you guys have heard her talking, and now we will introduce her. We have Jillian here from the Jar's Journey. Um, so, if you want to tell us about yourself, your business. Can I introduce yourself to these lovely people? Yeah, absolutely. So, yep, I'm Jillian. I also go by Tiny Jag. Um, I do own the Jars Journey, better known as Jars, or more commonly known as Jars. Uh, we pride ourselves on being experienced. So, opposed to just selling juice, we sell a journey from start to finish. So, our clients are looking to cleanse the system or maybe fast and really accomplish anything from something maybe as simple as, I don't want to say simple because that belittles some people's journeys, but um, clearing up the skin or maybe losing weight all the way to fighting anxiety or kind of just beefing up the discipline, all types of things. But at the end of the day, we're all about manifesting what we can do internally to the external um, being. So we do 24-hour, three-day, five-day, and 10-day cleanses all focused on 
overall optimal wellness. So that's what we do. But me personally, um, I'm a health nut. Um, I am obviously an entrepreneur. And I am on my own journey. You know, I'm just on my my very own journey of finding that optimal wellness for myself. Um, So this was something that I picked up in the midst of doing that and realizing just how few of us, and that's another thing, Jars is focused on the urbanites, the young urbanites. We have so many different avenues and so many different resources that show an image that has no representation for us and as far as wellness goes so everybody at the yoga studio looks alike or everybody at the gym looks like everybody here and there and you don't have a lot of sources to go to if you want to know i want to be able to feel good and still listen to molly percocet that's yes. what i want to be able to do both i want to be able to shake my ass and feel confident in it and still feel good on the inside too i shouldn't have to pick between Either my or. spiritual availability and my ratchetness i should have to you know decide between the two so that's what jars is for jars is for us that don't give a fuck but give all the fucks about when it comes down to the the real shit you know what i'm saying so that's that's who we are in a in a informal nutshell All right, so uh, we discovered earlier that you are an Eastsider, so Aww. that that takes care of that. <laughs> so we um, won't hold it again. Hey, relax. <laughs> hey, I love all the sides because I live in Woodhaven. So I mean, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what kind of uh, schooling or training or anything do you have that you know made you choose this route? I know you say you kind of on a journey of your own. What was that like? So interesting. Um, hmm. It's a much more entertaining story than any schooling or training that sparked this. Um, I'm sure several people, well, a few of you probably know in this room, and then I'm sure people that listen know as well, um, an infamous character named Nate, or on Twitter, his name's Underground King. And I went to college with Nate. He's one of my closer friends. And um, he's like, shit. Like, like really bad. I remember one time before I was, before I decided to go plant-based or vegan or whatever we call it, um, I was at his house and we smoked and I was like, I'm so hungry. And he made me these chicken strips, right? Now these chicken strips were next level chicken strips. (laughs) And I'm like, what is up with these chicken strips, bro? Like, is it the bud or are you over there? Are you you whipping that word, right? So he's like, so look they already fried chicken strips but then i take them out the freezer and deep fry them again right <laughs> so at the time i'm like yes like, oh my god this is so perfect and we just eat chicken strips we ain't got no sides we ain't got nothing it's just chicken strips styrofoam plate and sweet baby rays and we tearing it up yes. right mm-hmm. sweet baby tearing rays. it up so as months and maybe even a year or so goes on and I'm looking back at that time and I'm talking to Nate like man bro you be on some bullshit like you really be on some you bullshit had you had me on some bullshit you had me hyped as fuck about the bullshit we was on some trash and he's like no fuck you like I don't I don't blame I appreciate you and you need to get out of my house now so that so anyway that, that back and forth that me and Nate went through that day inspired me 
to, well, first I had a realization that, God, a lot of my peers not only are not healthy, want nothing to do with it. If it's green, they're like, what the fuck is that? And especially in college. Yeah. So I was like, I need to think of a way to get fruits and vegetables into these people's mouths. And I thought of jars. Originally jars were hand painted and they said things like, just pop culture shit, like fleek and shit. Or you could personalize it, get your name on it. I needed something that people would like want to collect and put on their Instagram and their Snapchat and shit. Because, and then they would indirectly be drinking this juice. Yeah. And that's what happened. People wanted them with sparkles and glitter and names and stuff. And we're giving them to each other for Valentine's Day and everything. But in the midst of it all, everybody's drinking vegetables and fruit. So I slowly but surely turned into the juice lady and sometimes the juice nigga. I don't know where that but I was just slinging juice at Western and then I brought it to Detroit when I moved back and um, it is what it is now. So um, as far as any training goes, I mean, as far as nutrition studying goes, I can guarantee you your, your physician typically goes through an hour and a half of nutrition study. Wow. I do that per day, at least. Mm-hmm. I keep my head in a book or in something, some type of scholarly something that is telling me about what the hell's going on with our bodies, man, because we're losing people to silly shit. So um, I'm very, very wise and, and keen on what's attacking us right now, especially us as uh, black people. We have some very specific things. I mean, heart disease is taking out way yeah. more of us mm-hmm. than racist white cops are. And that's not on the front page of shit. So we um, we really got to get that together. And so I keep my head in those things. Like heart disease and, and um, diabetes are the big ones for us. Yeah. And um, that's that's kind of where my training comes from. It's just hard fucking work, man. And just kind of and, and keeping my head in a book and reading and spreading that knowledge, whether people want to hear it or not. So that's that's really the basis I have. For you um, you brought up an interesting point though, like in college, because um, I went to Western too. Shout out to Western. Hey now. Um, but in college, I think we're so focused on convenience, like mm-hmm. what can I eat on the go? What what can I make quickly because okay, I'm tired, mm-hmm. or I have yeah, or I'm broke, <laughs> um, or you know I have a test in 20 minutes. What can I make in this time? Mm-hmm. And of course. We don't. Our, our first mind is not to something healthy. Of it's to not. Some, It's like hot dogs. It's for something comforting. Yes. We're stressed out of yes. And so you want something that's gonna make you feel like home, mm-hmm. or you know that comfort level. Um, and then especially a lot of people don't come from households that promote serious healthy eating like you know you you get the greens every now and again you get green foods you see your parents are always telling you okay eat your vegetables Mm -hmm. or you know fruits or you know you make sure you eat this but we don't get that serious knowledge from home so when we get on our own it doesn't carry over unless we take an initiative to go and like actively search out what's good for us what's Mm -hmm. not good what's better to spend your money on fresh fruits fresh vegetables like we don't get that and then in college it's like Hey, this is here right now, so this one I'm about to eat. See, and mine was that I was broke when I got into college. My parents have always eaten, like, rabbits, so it's always been around me, and I was always educated on it. But when I got to college, I made the conscious decision that, oh, I'm broke. McDonald's, Popeye. And you got to think about proximity, too. Exactly. Because a lot of college college kids, or, I mean, markets, period. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of college kids in their radius who don't have reliable transportation, Mm -hmm. who, you know, rely on the bus lines that maybe don't run on the weekends, or 
or you know whenever you have time to grocery shop they don't take you to the places that you really need to go no. when it comes to healthy eating like farmers markets or other places mm-hmm. like that you have a McDonald's a Burger King and you deliver and, and everything delivered and then you have these fast food places that are also sending you coupons in the mail too mm-hmm. so because they know because they have they marketing people that are they smart make it, yeah so they make it easy <laughs> for you to just be like oh well Burger King is down the street right. so, and it'll feed all six, six of us, of us <laughs> under seven dollars right. so, and even like school cafeterias because yep. for me I went to a school in Peru Nebraska nobody ever knows where that is or why it's there but that's where I went to school at and there's uh, the nearest McDonald's is 30 minutes away Walmart's 30 minutes away Sonic 30 minutes away literally everything is 30 minutes wow. away Peru has one of everything one gas station one grocery store one post office one bank that's it y'all was drunk so yeah, very drunk <laughs> very <laughs> drunk. shout out to uh, Barton's Vodka for being able to get us where we needed to be for like ten dollars um but we didn't have any options other than the um the school cafeteria which tried to be healthy but it really wasn't right like we had an ice cream machine but surprisingly like i was in the best shape of my life then like i was running every day i was running i was doing cheer stuff you know what i'm saying but it wasn't because of healthy eating at all this is why you're so comfortable with living in the middle of culture shock at first i was like what 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 is this like there's nothing there there's, um, other than the school itself like without the school the population is probably like 100 and i'm not even being like wow. dramatic because there's only the campus there there's no elementary school there's no middle school there's no high school everything is at least 20 minutes away so but yeah. you don't you know what though you you bring up something else interesting too like um as we are surrounded by all these um you know negative food uh choices we also are counteracted with having to walk everywhere. So we think mm-hmm. that kind of saves us. Yeah. Like Western is a walking camp. That's like you can't you can't drive around and get to where you need to go. So you eating all this horrible food, you making all these bad decisions, you drunk every night and you're not really doing anything for your body to counteract that, but you get up and say, Oh well I gotta walk around, so I'm gonna be good. Like right. I'm getting this mm-hmm. exercise, so that makes it Western's better. hilly. Calamus yes. got hills. Calamus got some hills, like you wouldn't believe. Okay. I didn't think I was gonna make it some of these days. <laughs> but you know, you try to you you convince yourself that oh yeah well if I do this then this is okay then it's alright and it's not and like it's not. your body is like bitch what the fuck like, <laughs> everyone everyone think, people look around and they're like nobody else is doing it that way so why would I just haul off and be healthy that doesn't make any sense but that, it's like no not. just because all y'all feel like shit together doesn't mean everybody just feel right. like shit I think what I like because I follow you on Twitter so I like that you post like where the food is going like Mm -hmm. what it does so I don't ever pay attention to that stuff I just kind of eat it like oh they say this is healthy I don't know what it's going to do for me but I'm going to do it but I was doing the uh, apple cider vinegar thing and then I was like oh this is tearing up the inside of my stomach man it's taking the world by (laughs) storm because so many people are so used to just reading the headline or reading like quick excerpts or blurts instead of actually learning about the benefits of it but oh everybody else is doing it and so and so told me that it'll it'll be good for X, Y, and Z so I'm just going to drink it right and that's kind of how it was for me I was like oh my friend she drank it and her um, her midsection looks amazing I'm going to go ahead I'm going to drink it and then I was like this is disgusting (laughs) Um, I'm going to still do it and then it was like Mm-mm. It wasn't. It became like it wasn't worth it anymore. Right. I didn't. I did see some results, but I don't think they were healthy results because they didn't last. And it was just kind of like, eh. 
Right. And you always got to think about what else you were doing when you were doing ACV shots, too. For one, like you said, they're fucking gross. So <laughs> if you don't want to eat anything for the next 16 yes, hours, because because you might throw up. it up. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I guess I am losing weight somehow, but so I could have drank bleach and had the same effect. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm, I think I'm super straight on that. But I mean, we've been there. I, did, I used to do ACV like maybe a year ago. I used to put it in my water and eventually I had to sit down with myself and see and see how many things I'm doing because I've seen a tagline and how many things I'm doing because I know what the fuck I'm doing. Yep. And I made the separation. Now, some things did carry over. Some things were still great. Other things, once I really got deep down into it, and not only, not everything is bad for everybody across the board. I understand we are all created equally and all this stuff, but our bodies work differently. So, yes. you know, other cultures can digest ACV differently than we can. It's okay for them to take it. Same with that kombucha and all that stuff. Yep. They can do that stuff because their culture brought beer and brought fermented things to us in the first place. Or it's something that's been introduced in their body since they've been kids. Exactly. They've been like, but it's not for everybody. You're not about to haul off and just start eating things that are fermented. It's just, just not what we're supposed to be doing. Beer is gonna be a Yeah, that ice. I still drink beer. I still hey. drink liquor. Hey. You know, we have our vices. We do. So I can't be mad at nobody. And that's just flat out. But I think that's the interesting thing about you and your company. You're realistic. Like, you know, you see some of these fitness um, gurus or you see some of these healthy eating people and they're throwing all this information at you and throwing all of these goals and oh you need to be doing this you need to be doing that and it's not realistic at all and you see these images of people and you assume that your body or your journey is going to be like theirs and it's not mm-hmm. because like you said everybody everybody's body works you know differently it's mm-hmm. based on your environment your experiences all of that so um, I, what I like about you is that you you promote that realistic experience mm-hmm. like th- yes these are the benefits of it but it's also about you and your body that's right? what I tell people all the time like I just recently started working out again hardcore on a regular basis and getting a routine and people are like what do you do what do you do and I'm like I'm probably doing everything wrong right. <laughs> I'm doing it's it. just giving me results so I'm just gonna I'm keep doing, doing it and I feel great I'm not a personal trainer I am not a nutritionist I don't know what the fuck I'm doing other than running every day trying to get my lungs back together because I smoked too much weed for the last few years so that's all I'm trying to do but I mean that's just the that's just the honest truth exactly and sometimes when people ask that question what are you doing you know they're asking because they're gonna go home and try to do it and it's like I will tell you what I'm doing but that does not let then sit down together and figure out what, what, what works you could exactly. do because this might not be do you know how long it took me to start doing what I'm doing to figure out that this was right for me yeah I was doing all this other stuff I was doing ACV I was doing all other stuff before before I realized that ain't that ain't popping for you girl <laughs> so uh, it wasn't until later that I figured that out so I, I I know exactly what you're saying people will ask all the time especially when you see results quick or even if the results weren't quick once mm-hmm. you find the body that you were, that you oh were girl what you doing let me get your routine like nah bro <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite thing about um, doing the juice cleanse was that I was able to text her and like see what and can I eat this can I not eat this right. and I was support. like yeah it was like it was support and I didn't feel like awkward either you know how like sometimes you're doing business with somebody and you're like I really don't want to talk to you outside of <laughs> you know us having a meeting right. even though I have questions I'm going to google it and it was like very smooth and it was hilarious because I kind of like I was like she told me what to do and I was like okay and then one day I was like I'm gonna try something different so I ate this cheese and like it just it wasn't good like it was actually terrible and I was at work like excuse me guys I'm dying (laughs) 
<laughs> give me like 10 minutes to get myself together but I think that was a good um, just business wise being able to talk to you made it so much easier like versus feeling like um, I don't know anything about clean eating and I'm scared to text her because I don't know what it is that I'm about to do like the whole tofu thing that was hilarious because the tofu was disgusting and I'm uh, glad you didn't like I'm glad I didn't disappoint you by telling you no we're not we're not doing I was like, oh, I'm going to try this tofu because tofu was plant-based. And she said plant-based and this is going to be great. And then I ate it and it was terrible. And then she texted me back. She's like, no, that's not a good idea. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to this in the trash. And <laughs> I'm going to go get something else. But it was very um, it was very beneficial to be able to communicate with you. So I think from a business aspect, that is really good to be able to have a relationship with your customers versus it just being a yeah. transaction. And, and Absolutely. That's, and that's any business. Like, regardless of what you do, having that, uh, like, rapport and good relationship also puts in your client's mind okay maybe I want to refer this person to somebody else mm-hmm. or you know I want to continue this relationship this business relationship and other aspects versus them having like a really stoic or sour experience with you they don't want to tell anybody about your business they don't mm-hmm. even want to do business with you anymore it's kind of just like eh, I'm just trying to wrap this up as quickly as I can so right. I, I can get out of your face and you can get out of mine. Agreed and I think the, the relationship between a, a business business owner whatever your position is in a business and your consumer is very important no matter what but it's especially important when you tell people hey you're not going to eat yes mm-hmm. you're going to just not eat to the wolves and yeah. be like just to get have them in their mind with their own thoughts like okay maybe i'm stupid maybe i could just have a i can have a dorito it's no big deal like no you talk to me let me let me spank you on the bottom like no put it down <laughs> put that down. Let's, let's do this together because and it's not always me i do have um a few other people that work with me but it's usually me because i'm such a mom so i'm like no those are my little babies and i need to make sure they're okay so um yeah, always make sure someone is available to speak with my clients because whether it's text, email, call, whatever, because that shit is scary. My first cleanse, there was seven of us. We did it together. We were in the all, for the most part, except to go to work or to school, we were mostly in the same house. Mm-hmm. And there was ups, there was downs, there was all types of stuff. But at every given moment, I think all of us had this feeling of like, what are we doing? Like, why are we not eating? Like, why are we doing this to ourselves, right? But... I can still remember that. I can still remember how crazy that stuff feels. And, and it doesn't go away with your cleanses, you know? Even this, even I own the business, and to this day, when I'm on a cleanse, especially extended one, I still have those thoughts go through my mind, like, eh, I need the next three days. I know I said I was going to do a seven day, but I don't know. Four seems okay. I feel great, you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I guess mission accomplished. Yeah. Like, you still have those back and forth. So I'm not going to sit there and be like, my clients don't need me. They're fine. They, get, they can handle it. No! No, I got you. I got you. No big deal. A lot of a lot of businesses do do that though. They just kind of give you the stuffing and you tools. You are your own, whether it's a service, a product, or whatever. Like trying to try to call like Sprint. I hate Sprint. <laughs> so like if you try to call Sprint, Sprint that had that Jay Z album. It do. They do got Jay Z, but mm, not worth it for me. But you can, um, you know, it's hard to get in touch with somebody, a, a real human, an actual person versus. Uh, somebody that's a robot kind of deal. Like, 
you know, it's just, just not there. Or not, not there, there, or like not to sound racist or anything, but they got you calling this call center that's in another country and you don't understand right. what these people are saying to and you. And they don't understand what you're saying to them. Yeah. So they, they think they answered your question four times, they're getting frustrated with you, and they're like, you don't answer that, you don't understand the question I asked. Right. It's, but it's even ridiculous. still, like dealing, just dealing with people who, you know, you have a business relationship with and you send them an email or you ask them a question and they don't respond. Or it mm-hmm. takes them like a week and a half to respond. And then they want um, you to hurry up and respond. Yeah, but then they want to rush <laughs> you uh, and burn you up every time. Because like, yeah. even for me, as a consultant like you know I try to establish a timeline with my clients but I also try to get them to understand that this timeline is not concrete some things are going to happen that is going to disrupt the flow Absolutely. sometimes you're not going to get the information to me that I need to finish or vice versa mm-hmm. so please don't make it seem like don't take it as me ignoring you or you know trying to stretch this project out it just is what it is but I've had interactions with some clients who I'll ask them a question and they won't respond right away. But then when it's my turn to respond, they want to like, they want to either be in my head or they want to go around me to someone else who they think can answer the question or Mm -hmm. try to go through someone else to get to me. And it's just, it's so much confusion. It's adding unnecessary people to the mix and it makes the project much more complicated. But we could have had this issue solved if you would have just waited patiently for when I was going to deliver to you. Um, so having that, you know, having that communication, having that rapport, having that relationship is so important to the survival of your business, whether you're a customer or an entrepreneur, business professional, whatever. Absolutely. It's been very beneficial for me. It's been out of all the compliments I get for customer satisfaction, that's the biggest one. It's going to be the, the that open line of communication. And I don't plan on having it go anywhere because as I mentioned, that's the very first thing that comes out of my mouth when people ask me what jars is, is it's a journey. It's an experience. I'm not giving you juice and kicking your butt out of the door. If we are going to do it together we're on a journey let's let's get it so that is something that no matter how big um jars is at the end of this all everybody will have a representative to talk to because that is just the standard you cannot do that to people and if you do you are silly to think that your business is going anywhere yeah very true so speaking of like um you being available to people you know kind of all the time do you still um work outside of jars or is it just jars and that's like do you have a day job yeah i have a day job i have um i work jars full-time and i work um my other job full-time plus so i'm actually uh, emergency dispatch and oh. it's and it's interesting <laughs> so funny they used to tell me to wow. laugh that when i was working at a coffee shop i would service tons of police oh, officers and firemen oh, oh to be dispatch yeah to be a dispatch actually like, i know somebody that used to you do talk too. so clearly everybody sucks we just need you to come and dispatch for us and i'm like i don't know about working for this man it's something else it is very and see i the station that i work for is different than most that are in Michigan or in the world, I would assume, because usually you're in a call center and you that's all you do. But because I'm dispatched at Hamtramck Police Department, so because Hamtramck is so small, I am I work the desk, I take the reports, I book the prisoners, I feed the prisoners, I get prisoners what they need, I do uh, I do all the inside work. They might as well give you a badge. Do you hear me? <laughs> so it's like. It's deep, you know, and it's an interesting thing. I'm not going to bash my the, my place of work, but what is very interesting to me is that everything I do outside of that place is all about positivity. Mm-hmm. Every single move I make, I'm like, I need to be positive. I need to be positive. And, but I work in a police station. That balance you have to maintain Mate, yes. must be Ooh, nuts. Baby. <laughs> 
baby, baby. Oh, I'm getting ready to cut somebody out every single. Do you hear me? Because booking prisoners is like I have to, you know, I have to touch them, search them, and I have to fingerprint them and all types of things. And you know, some of them are like no big deal. They're like, yeah, I know my my license is suspended, whatever. So, but other ones are like, if you touch me, if you touch me. Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, you with the big head. If you touch me. <laughs> no. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have to break my butt off in your ass today. You know what I'm saying? Damn. What I got to do for work so today. good today. I was so positive today. And now I came back here oh, and you Lord. done took it there. Damn. You know, and it's just it's just such a, a very stark um, contrast to yeah. what I do with the rest of my life, not just my day, but my entire mm-hmm. life. So, but I, I mean, they brag on me bad. They brag on me bad. Like, oh yeah, you got your tree bark today. You got your tree bark. Tree bark. Oh. And your seaweed today. That's petty. Do you want something from the burger? Oh, you sure don't. You sure don't. Childish. <laughs> 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 I hope you talk as much shit back. I'm like, I, what I, I tell them, I kill them with kindness. I'm like, look, in a few years, when the heart disease, I was about to say heart when it comes, I'm not gonna say I told you so. So come to me. I got you. Diamond. Give me your money. Yes. Right. Give me your monies. But I think that uh, you talked earlier. I don't know who we were recording at that point. We were talking about like spirituality and like mm-hmm. you know we were recording at that point. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, does that play a part in how you keep your balance at at your job being so negative sometimes and then not taking that home oh, because gosh, they're, they're yes. transferable? We all kind of know that. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm lucky enough to. My mother is actually the sergeant. Hmm. So she, wow. she is a sergeant at uh, the, and she would hate for me to have said that. So good thing she doesn't like listening to stuff like this. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, she is. And so we're both little spiritual little goddesses, right? Aww. So we're both in there like saging the place down and everybody's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and we're, we both have our singing bowls and we're like, home and all that stuff. So we definitely bring it there. I mean, that's too bad. Like, I understand you guys don't know what the hell we're doing. You're a little but it's, it's help. But True. we need it. If you want me to answer this phone all day, these people screaming, I have got to do this. This is what I have to do. <laughs> so yeah, my spirituality, I definitely, I mean, they caught me hiding in the bathroom doing, um, Asakasrana the other day, which is a yoga yes. move, and they were like, "Get your ass downstairs!" Like, and I'm like, shoes off, everything like, just breathing. <laughs> they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Well, that one was a tough one because I mean, uh, some rough step stuff happened in Hamtramck, and so." Yeah, we had a guy that had done some really bad things to a little girl, so I just needed it off me. Need I needed to know. Well, I had to touch yeah. him and stuff. You know, I got a fingerprint him and stuff, yeah. and he's all arrogant energy about it. energy is transferable. And yeah. I, I had to get upstairs and burn my little sage and burn my little incense and hit a couple moves real quick. And it was no big deal, but apparently I took it too long. <laughs> I think that everybody should be allowed to do that. Like, me, I work at a call center, and people get on my nerves every single day. So there are times where I'll go hide in the bathroom, and I'm just praying. I'm just like, Lord... I'm going to send this person to meet you if they don't need it together. <laughs> I think that some people, some people forget that self-care is not only like your beauty routine, your health routine, right. your physical. It's about your it mental. is knowing when to separate yourself from the bullshit and get and it is your and right. Realign. It is your right, right. to do exactly. that stuff. Nobody should be able to tell you like, no, you can't do this because just like if we were, you know, praying at a certain time right. or whatever, you know, Absolutely. we would be allowed to do that. The law or whatever, you know, most companies let you do that. So if I want to go in the bathroom and hit a yoga move and breathe, mm-hmm. you I'm leave me alone. I work with kids 
and you know, I love little kids to death, but some days I should be like, if this little child tapped me one more time, one more game. game. <laughs> Swear on everything in this classroom. They took me off the floor at work. So uh, but you know, sometimes you just need that moment to just, because especially when you're dealing with like 26 little kids in one room, 28 in another room, and they all gotta go to the bathroom at the same time, and it's only one bathroom. So it's just like, Okay, like, let me just take a deep breath, you know, just close my eyes real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, You need that space. And it's not just work. It's dealing with friends, relationships, parents, whatever. Somebody cut you off. Listen, (laughs) you need that moment to just be like, deep breath. I'm here. Makes Mm -hmm. sense. Okay. Makes sense. So with your, um, with your business, um, do you have any particular people that you're working with? How do you fund it? Uh, where do you see it growing and turning into eventually? So the event that I do, um, this is my second time. Actually, this is my, only my second time doing Solar Power Sundays, which is the one I talked about on the first and the third uh, Sunday of the month. That is by Asa. Asa um, is... You guys go to Whole Foods at all? Yes. So Asa is the sweet little guy that runs around. He has long dreads, cute little white eyes. Exactly who you're talking about. He's so nice and helpful. He's the sweetest. Oh my gosh. Asa is just like, I don't even think he walks. I think he just hovers. (laughs) He's just like something that I don't feel could ever actually be tangible. He's He's something that you want to just project him in front of Mm -hmm. you because you're like, I could use you right now. He's very protective of black women who come into Whole Foods. I've noticed. Period. Period. Absolutely. (laughs) So he actually is, he is Mr. Solar Power Sundays. Mm -hmm. Like that is his event. And um, so I connect with, I connected with him um, to do Solar Powered. Um, I also work with the Twin Flame Coalition. That is a, um, that's their name on Instagram. They are a husband and wife uh, duo that are all about um, holistic relationships and black love and things of that nature and they did a 33 day cleanse together before they got married no food just juice and water 33 days 33 days they sound like Jesus they holy to make sure that they needed to be together because if you don't eat no food for 30 days you will find out whether or not this is right. And so, but they, they have some great classes. They actually do theirs at the Sankofa Life Center, which is at Seven Mile and Woodward. And um, to, we are together. I do a lot of work with them as well, um, as far as their, their clientele and them specifically. Not as much of the wife right now, because she's with Bibi. She is with a little one. But, um, and the detoxing juice, which is sidebar. Detoxing juice is not really good for pregnant women because sometimes your body will look at the fetus as a parasite. Wow. And we'll be like, we want you no more. Wow. And so, Interesting. Yes. Pregnant ladies don't drink detox juice. Right. You can it. drink juice. Just make sure it's not anything that's going to start detoxing. Mm. Because some of those things you do need because little baby needs them. So not so much with Shelby, who is the wife, but Hassani, uh, the husband, he is doing, he's on his second cleanse with me. And um, their clients as well are usually looking for things like that. Because when you tell someone, yeah, we do a 30 day, 33 day cleanse, they're like, well, where did you set it? <laughs> and so that's where I came in. So those are two places that I do work with um, constantly as far as funding goes. I mean, Hampshire Police Department, that's who uh, yeah. <laughs> I would say is, is the day job. And then, of course, Jars does uh, well. Thank the universe for that. Jars does very well. So I a lot of Jars goes back into Jars. So. Did you have to uh, raise capital to start Jars? Did you have like savings or anything? Or did you just go? I just lost it? it. I just went nilly. I just went crazy and was like, look, buy it. Buy it, buy it, buy it. And um, it worked. It worked for me. Um, 
I did a lot of research as far as making sure my expenses were low, though. Mm-hmm. So people ask me all the time, like, do you, are you, do you stay on top of your expenses? And it's like, you don't understand. I went through a year of making sure I found the cheapest stuff in the first place mm-hmm. to make sure that the quality was still there. I could make sure I was paying it. So it's going to be a while before I can find any way to cut costs at this point because I spent so much time in the first place to make sure that they were most cost effective. So that's what really helped me. I didn't have too much saved up. I didn't have too much going on. I just was like, look, this is the best way I can do it. It's efficient. It's going to get my clients things that are, are going to be delicious and safe. And um, that's that's kind of where, where it started. But now I'm much more into saving because I'm a big girl. Yay. <laughs> well, now we are going to take a break. All right. Hey guys, my name is Hania Cross, but everybody calls me Honey. I'm a project manager and creative consultant. Currently, I offer event and brand management services to creative entrepreneurs in the city. You can find me on Instagram at Honey underscore Spiffy. That's at Honey underscore S-P-I-F-F-Y. Or you can visit my website at www.hania-cross.com. We just had a very womanly discussion. Man, it was very real. Okay, <laughs> it was so amazing. We're back informative. With Jill and us. Um, so tell us, what has been the scariest part of your career so far? I'm in it right now. Okay. So the scariest part is walking away from the day job. Um, it's it's like when you're on when you're on your high. It's like you, you're like, I can do this, yeah. I can and then both. Then you kind of think about it, like, do I want to walk away while I'm on a high? Because then I might just be high. <laughs> I might not be making an actual, <laughs> you know. I might just be blow. So it's like, gosh. And then, but my mom made a good point, and she was like, don't just miss your highs like that. Do things mm-hmm. in your highs. Like that's why they're highs. They are there to remind you that you're successful. Yeah. So. It's um it's interesting. I'm still my feet are still cold as fuck though. I'm having trouble with letting it go. So um that for sure. Nothing even comes close to that yeah. as far as the fear um and and things like that and the anxiety that comes with the business. Um you described something that I think a lot of entrepreneurs face though. Like they, you know, they have these day jobs, they have these nine to fives, they offer them security, whether it's with benefits, whether it's with, you know, money, and then they get their side hustles to a point where it's like, okay, in the beginning I started this because I wanted to quit my job and have something to fall back on, but now I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Like, what if I quit my Ooh, job? Jesus preach I'm right there. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't work out the way I wanted it to or something happens and it just evaporates all in front of me and especially with so many things going on like with healthcare and all these different um, you know factors that affect our lives you don't want to let that part of your life go that just seems so stable even right. though it's killing you right, right. now right um, exactly. so that's something that's very very real 100% and it's just it's to the point where like you said, you, you started this off like this was the whole purpose was to quit this job mm-hmm. at some point. And now that I'm here, you're exactly right. I am scared and it's I'm not ready. Like, and it's and it, it's a it's a cycle because it's like, well, if I don't quit, I'll never get the, the business where I want it to go. I'm missing out on so much money because I'm at this other job. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, but if I do quit, what if all these opportunities for some reason just disperse? Like, mm-hmm. how do I, you know, so it's just the back and forth. And at the end of the day, nobody ever got a, you know, a million dollar business while working the other job. It just, that's not how the narrative goes. Yeah. And there's a reason for that because it takes a lot of dedication. I want to be up all night, but I want it to be because I'm at my one spot for me, not because I am doing this 
48 hours over here with you guys and now I'm up all night because I have to put in 80 hours with my business. Yeah. No, I want to be putting 120 hours because all four jars because that is what's going to get jars where it needs to be. But I'm scared. That makes so, sense. What's been the most rewarding part of your career then so far? Others' results. Okay. Man, oh man. Like, people have come back with tears and eyes. Um, just the posts alone. Um, I have a friend right now who is doing a cleanse and she is on vacation now. And she's telling me about all the compliments that she's, and not just me, her social media, everyone, she's telling about all the compliments that she's getting on her skin. And she keeps crediting jars for that. And it's just like, gosh, like I said before, it just gives you chills when it's like, you believe in your product. You know your product works, that's why it's your product product mm-hmm. but at the end of the day when somebody else co-signs your product it's like whoo I mean I knew it was gonna work but it's like I'm, gosh I feel so good that it worked for you and so fast and it's just it's it's very rewarding in, in that sense and I would say right up there with that are the elders that respect it mm-hmm. we're in a I mean I'm sure most generations go through this but ours being one that accelerated so fast mm-hmm. because of the technology um we are at this like war with the generations before us that are still here. Yeah. And um, so I, I feel a lot of times there's a huge disconnect. And so when I get the respect from the elders that are fighting the heart disease and the diabetes and are feeling great with my juice, that is very rewarding as well. When I'm getting them, they want to call me and they want to talk for hours. And it's like, gosh, you're 60. You want to talk to me? Yeah. You want to talk to that, me for hours? I have, to, I have to ask you to get off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that level of engagement and collaboration is very important. Um, somebody in one of uh, me and Shirai's classes was talking about their dissertation and how they're focusing on um multi-generations in the workplace and management styles mm-hmm. and you know you deal with you as a person who's worked in corporate America uh, in a workplace that was predominantly dominated by baby boomers and above mm-hmm. being, boomers. being you know one of Ooh. the only two millennials and then being black and being a woman there are so many microaggressions Jeez. that you face absolutely and, you know from people belittling your work to not thinking you can do anything absolutely so when you get that respect and collaboration from older generations it's kind of like oh it's like, a joke right you know, yeah. like, I was are you doing playing? it right I knew I was yeah. doing it right but I'm doing it right right if y'all must right if y'all <laughs> right. and I know this is something this is something you want to give me sure. money right <gasps> you right. shout out to you and you yes. actually want to talk to me because a lot of them don't want to talk to us just as much as we don't want to talk to them like it's it's crazy I didn't realize um how that worked. I, I was thinking it was just kind of us and we didn't want to deal with the old people. Right. So I went on Facebook the other day and my aunt felt the need to tell us how she hates millennials and they get on her nerves. I'm like, now wait a minute, auntie. You're not going to come for us like that. that. <laughs> right. Like, like, you don't want these problems. Relax. But I didn't realize it was it was double-sided. I kind of just thought we were just like, old people are <laughs> So, what does a vegan look, lifestyle look for you? Like, how does it look um, in your everyday life? What do you wake up and do? like um so i'm really big on fasting as just probably almost as much as i am well no that's not going to be true but <laughs> i am very 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 into fasting so my specific regimen um, i'm just going to throw the disclaimer out there may not be for everyone but my day specifically um i usually unless it's the weekend so monday through friday i don't typically touch a solid food item until around three or four okay um and then I eat all of my solid food between three and seven. So in those four hours are the only time that I have a meal. Other than that, it's juice 
it's water, it's tea, it's tonics, it's elixirs, things like that. Um, supplements. And when I say supplements, I mean herbal, strictly, strictly yeah. herbal supplements um, that I take. But those are Monday through Friday. That's my day. And they are very, I do track my macros because I do hit the gym very hard. And when you hit the gym hard, period, you need to know what you're refueling with. But yeah. when you hit the gym hard vegan, you have got to know what the fuck is up or else you are going to be in there in tears because you are just depleted. Yeah. It might not even be pain. It might be just fatigue, but it feels like insanity. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you have to know what you're putting in your body. So I, um, typically eat a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of beans, a lot of beans in all different forms. Patties, I make patties out of them. I make bean dishes out of them. I make salads out of them. Yeah, I make tacos lit. out of them. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Burritos out of them. All types of things. A lot of beans, um, a lot of raw food. I finally got to the point in my life where even at dinner, where everything's nice and savory or saucy and stuff like that, if I don't have one raw item, I don't feel right. Something... Mm-hmm. I can't, I don't feel like my food is going down as nicely as it was when I have, even if it's just an avocado or maybe everything's on a bed of kale or something um, that I need to go along with that. And with the research that I've done, it's because those those minerals, those nutrients that are in our food, they get taken to the right places on the back of the enzymes, which comes from raw food. Mm-hmm. So that is my body's craving it. Like, hey, do you want this food to go where it needs or do you just want to pass it? What do you want? So... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's my, that is my day. I eat my food, my, my plant-based food with, um, the exception, obviously as I spoke with Shreya about no, no, no soy. I don't do any soy. I try to stay away from traditional, well, that's not a good word. Um, your common wheat, I will say, uh, I try to stay away from that as well. We do spelt, which is, um, my best friend. She, her name's Lurie. She coins it as wheat's mom it was wheat before it became the crap that it is now Mm. um it's an ancient grain so we do spelt bread and stuff like that um but no yeah no no soy try to stay away from wheat um trying to think if there's anything else that a lot of typical vegans will consume that we don't really do um when i say we just me and my small little life like (laughs) mom and boyfriend and best friends and stuff but um those are those are gonna be the big ones. Okay. Um, uh, Vashti is one of my like biggest inspirations yeah, overall, yeah. just like career wise, age wise, because girls a vampire, you know. And she's raw and vegan, and I'm always curious about it because I I love bacon. Um, <laughs> I just don't see vegan ever being in my future. <laughs> but it's very inspiring to see you all do this because it's not something that you would typically think of um, black or diasporic women to do. Like it's right. it's it, it's never been a part of our lives, like stereotypically or typically. Um, so it's really, really, really inspiring to see you guys commit to that. That's that I love to hear that. I love to hear that. And it's and it's crazy because all the way if you believe that we all I mean, there's so many different beliefs out here, especially these days, but if you do believe that we all came from Africa, I mean show me like show me this stuff. You know, show me the stuff that we eat now. We didn't eat this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't eat it, this it stuff. It didn't exist. It, you know what I'm saying? There there was no resource for it. And so um a lot of it was introduced to us later on and it's really toxic. It's really toxic to us. My my favorite one is the one that's most obvious is this whole dairy thing because 
it comes from a totally different species. It's a baby like, cow why, food. How do we do it's that? Baby cow food. That that's what holds crazy. me back from vegan because I love cheese. I'm weaning myself off and that dairy was me. slowly but surely, and now when I eat it, it just. But for me, yeah, cheese, cheese is the only dairy. I'm lactose. So am I. So, and I will eat a chunk of cheese. But I like I don't do like milk and like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. those kind of dairies I'm not really into. It's like really just It's cheese. cheese. For me, meat was no problem. I did meat and I was like, meh. But it's just cheese? bacon. I gave up pork and beef as well like two years. Just old. bacon. Cheese took me a while. <laughs> and you guys, you know what? Because more research brain. will tell you that cheese has a very similar effect on the brain because it has um Get that word, okay. <laughs> but it, it it attached to your opiate receptors is what this word does. So it's a drug. It's a drug. It, it's yeah. similar. To, it gives you a similar, slight but similar effect of like heroin. So you become addicted. So Y'all, we oh, cheese cracking. <laughs> so cheese cracking. Cheese bean. End up being a cheese bean. You are so funny. <laughs> point where if you don't have it you start to feel Phoenix. sad you get depressed you get on the corner slinging cheese yes. <laughs> and i will be a forever patient for real because i had to do research because i was feeling crazy i'm like i really have an emotional connection issue with the fact that i'm not eating cheese right now like i would wake up like mm. Mm, I could go for some cheese. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Just and that cheese. explains why Melt I get it. so mad when people forget the cheese in my yeah. food. I will go ham if you give me some eggs that don't have no cheese in them. We will fight. Me we'll and watch. my the best friend I just mentioned, Laurie, we have an ongoing inside joke about a time in our lives where we were at McDonald's um, <laughs> very, very long time ago when we were in high school. And she walked in after I did. And she comes in and she says, I want whatever you want, but with cheese on it. Now, I was not known to not eat cheese or anything. We ate cheese, but that's how big it was in our lives that mm-hmm. she had to make sure she didn't give a fuck what she ate. It just had as long as it had cheese on it. And now to look back and we're like super vegans and it's like, and I'm so now whenever sometimes when we're out, I'll be like, make sure you get some cheese on it. But stuff like that, it's just crazy to look back and see like, that's what we came from. But yeah. there is, there's literally an addiction there. Like even now I could go for Jet's Pizza. I mean, I've been vegan for two years and I could still tear it up. Don't think I couldn't, but it's not worth it. It's not worth the the, the ambulance call you'd have to make mm-hmm. for me while I lay on this floor right here. It's not worth it. I can't. I so, how do you stay inspired? Like, how do you keep your battery charged? You know, um, with not just with your company, but with your vegan lifestyle. Outside of you know the health, <laughs> the, health that's the way it feels. <laughs> um, the books, man. Okay. The staying up on it, and that's that's. Um, advice I give a lot of my cleansers a lot of my clients I tell them they're like oh, what do I do with all the extra time that I would be chewing <laughs> I wanted to do something and I'm like remind yourself of why you're doing it stick mm-hmm. your head in something that tells that reminds you that you are a boss right now for doing this look at things that tell you that validate what you're the reason that you're doing because you're not going to see it in your everyday hell no there's something out here when you go outside that's going to tell you you're on the right track vegan no everything's telling you what the hell is wrong with your ass yeah where you getting your protein from you're starving (laughs) you know what i'm saying so it's like that was one huge thing (laughs) (laughs) so i had to keep myself involved and and technology is still evolving so I want us to stay up to date and doing that keeps it's just a constant scholarly uh, reliable 
validation of why I'm doing this. Um, number two is my my hope and you know aspiration to have some wonderful babies one day. Mm-hmm. And I want my womb to have already been clean for some years by the time something's growing in there. I don't want to just be cleaning it up because a baby popped up in this nasty womb. Like, no, I want the womb to be on deck when the baby gets in there because a lot of the small things that we have issues with are from what mom had going on you know what i'm saying like little things like i don't call them little because i fucking hate my eczema but stuff like that like eczema so all that stuff is like little things that maybe not mom but maybe his mom's mom or mom's dad or who knows who could have been doing something a little different and we might not have had that issue so i want to give baby the best foot forward that I possibly can and I don't want to want baby to find out well you know you have this issue because your mom was addicted to diet coke and, you know like I don't want any of that going addiction on. I have never in my life understood because that shit is disgusting and I'm a coke person coke versus diet coke you guys would never believe who I was before this like I used to drink diet coke I used to have the diet coke addiction I used to have the black and mild addiction I used to have all of it the McDonald's addiction I have all of that stuff, you guys. And that's why I am so realistic with the ideas because I've been there and it wasn't that long ago. Mm -hmm. Two years was not that long ago. So I understand. I get it. I 100% get it. But those those are, I would say, the main things that keep me inspired would be obviously the way that I feel because the moment that something does slip because things still slip don't get me wrong people I'll go to a place and they'll be like oh yeah this doesn't have any dairy in it and then I'll look on the back of it and it'll say lectin and I'll be like that's That's milk and they'll be like for real (laughs) well now it's inside of me and my nose is running yes it's milk like and it's immediate especially with dairy your nose my nose will start running I have to clear my throat for the rest of the day. The mucous membrane is like on it. Like, mm-hmm. okay, invader, invader. And I know invader. I have to do that because I'm a singer. And when you sing and you drink dairy even a day before that, you wow. will feel that all in your throat. You'll feel it in your chest. And I just need to cut it out completely. Oh my gosh. And that is like a no brainer. That's your body saying, like, hey, fucker. Get this stuff out of me. You think this is a good idea? It's not. <laughs> I'm here to tell you something. <laughs> so, where do you see yourself um, in five years? And where do you see yourself at the end of your career? Five years. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I told myself, and it's so funny because I'm going to pick on you for asking me this question. It's my least favorite question in the world. And I tell myself <laughs> the very next time somebody asks me this question, they have to answer it first. So you okay. got to answer it first. So for me, I see myself in five years. That'll be what? How? She oh. has a plan right now. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, She's been planning this. She does this for a living. Okay, so 27, uh, five years. So I would like to have my consulting firm off the ground. Um, I am a big Your consulting firm is going to be off yes, the ground. Yes, it'll, it'll right. be off the ground. Speak that I will have a team of consultants specifically focusing on um, different areas um, pertaining to community outreach, education, um, of course, business consulting, and then other like other areas such as personal finance um, and just small niches that I um, have picked up along the years. I would like to have a few blocks. You are going to have? Yes. I'm going to have a few blocks established. Uh, I'm going to have a community center. Um, I don't want to say built, but in my okay. repertoire. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have at least uh, three urban gardens and or farming areas. We go have. Yes, we are going to have. That. You know I love that. And um, 
I'm of course going to be working with the Detroit Association of Women's Clubs. I'm going to give you a tour once we are done. Beautiful. Because um, this is an organization that I'm a part of. It's been around for a very long time and I would love to see it flourish and grow. So that's Beautiful. me in five years. Beautiful. Shout out to her asking questions because we don't get interviews. We don't. We <laughs> People kind of know what we do yes. but they don't or they think they, know they think they know what we do. Have I think know I know what I do. They don't know what I do. They have no sure. idea what you Shout out to her flipping the script on it. Yes. Yay. But I'll be prepared because. Okay, I heard that because I'm not. <laughs> um, five years from now, that would make me 30. Hey. I'd be a quick wait. little 30, which is the new 15. Yes. So, no big deal. But um, 30 years old, I still do not see the little ones around yet. Mm. Um, mm. But what I do see around is I will be good and out of any um job that is not for me for you um i will have my masters in social work okay and Ooh, shout out to education okay. Okay. oh yeah and i'll be a doctor yes that'll be we got like that'll two more years to listen that's more years it's that it's coming y'all so i will be preparing to go for the phd in psych mm-hmm. um in five years oh we can help you we can help you because yeah, you're gonna need it right now. And you're gonna be like, I'm about to pull all my <laughs> hair out and throw my computer. My computer has almost been on 75 plenty of times just with this program, so we can help you though. <laughs> and this been what, like two, two years? years so far? Yeah. So, yeah, that will be. I will be working on that, and I will be obviously ringing your line. <laughs> um, also, I will be bridging the gap. So the gap between the whole purpose of doing the social work and the psych thing is that I realize, especially as black people, we have this whole, we separate mind and body. Mm-hmm. It's like you have people all the time that treat their bodies like crap that are like, oh, you're crazy. You need to go to the psych ward. It's like, mm-hmm. you need to go to the damn psych ward. Mm-hmm. Look what you're doing to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all the same thing. So um, that is why I want to have um, education in psych and then a lifestyle and education in the physical health as well. Mm -hmm. And I want to bring those two together. So I want to be able to, um, I will be reaching out to, (laughs) (laughs) I will be reaching out with my own, um, blanket, uh, my own overhead okay. of uh, the jars collect or the the journey collection, and then jars will just be one avenue mm-hmm. underneath. But it will be um, making the woman back the center of the home for one, because if Mama would help clean the babies up, we would all be cleaned up. You know, mm-hmm. the the black woman is gonna save the world, you guys. Like, and that's oh, just yeah. flat out. So it'll be bringing Mama back to her accountability through making sure that moms are healthy first and cleaning the womb out before baby's in there and things like that things I just spoke about um and I will be absolutely in Detroit Michigan okay yes, yes. Ooh, yes. perfect going nowhere perfect for the next question where do you see Detroit in five years oh <laughs> breaking my heart oh no breaking my heart and it's so deep because on the outside we have such a good thing going right now and if we finesse it mm-hmm. we are on deck if we finesse yeah. it yeah but because it's getting finessed just it's not by us it's getting finessed by them up our butts it's getting finessed right now and there's so many of us that are still 
asleep though and being um as passionate as I am about where Detroit is and where it's going I'm realizing how many of us want to remain asleep because it's easier mm-hmm. and that's what breaks my heart is because we're a lot of us are going to allow this to go ahead and go down mm-hmm. and so I hate to answer your question honestly because I it mean, speaks it into existence but I do first I yeah. do see Detroit in trouble in five years I see it in the out on the outside I see it popping though mm-hmm. I see people coming from all over the place mm-hmm. to be here and be a part of it but um I see the revolution and the renaissance just starting to happen in five years I'm we glad will you, be on some bullshit in five I'm years I'm glad you offer that perspective though because Detroit to be honest, Detroit has been in trouble for a long time. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is not a new problem. No. Um, when you look at the city infrastructure, when you look at the education, when you look at um, politics, you know, this is not a new issue. Um, and there are so many different aspects going on. Like you mentioned, um, you know, looking at Detroit from the outside, it looks wonderful. Oh, yes, the comeback city, you know, mm-hmm. the comeback kids. It's always <laughs> on the way up. But, you know, from a perspective of people who have been here their whole lives, who've grown up here, who have walked these streets, who've walked Cass Corridor, mm-hmm. and you go down there one day, and you're like, who are all these white people? It's not there. This is no longer Cass Corridor. Like, right. Yeah. Why are you that is me at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it was one o'clock in the morning. I was sitting on my porch. I was smoking because I cannot smoke in the house. And there was a white couple jogging. Joy Road and Linwood at like, one o'clock in the morning. It's like when you see these moments, you gotta just go. It's like that meme where you're just like and there are some positive things that are coming out from from Detroiters Absolutely. being more involved mm-hmm. like, like the, the Dequinder lift yeah. sticks and the Dequinder cut for example is getting yeah. extended all the way to um, like 8 mile and I support that but we could be doing so much more and I wish people would just like mm-hmm. jump in feet first yeah. with all the potential I think that people they are scared yeah. to jump in because of the fact that Detroit has such a negative reputation but it's kind of like it's really hit or miss as far as reputation because I always think about it like when I was little and I would like clean up my room and then my cousins or whoever would come in and they would tear my room up and I'd let them leave and my mom would be like well why didn't you have that person help you and people do that to Detroit yeah. all the time mm-hmm. they come here they they litter uh, like a couple years ago for Tigers opening day you got all these people coming from like and they trashed Detroit. Or Shepard Ferry came and did a mural for Quicken Loans and then went and tagged the rest of the city. And while I support his artwork, I love street art, I love graffiti. You came from LA to tag my city and make it look yeah, yeah. And I then people they just that. up and leave it. They don't they don't think mm-hmm. well maybe maybe to you had. it's not a big deal. Like maybe oh, I threw this bottle off the window, it's not a big deal. But Detroit has to use money that we don't have to <laughs> to start cleaning it up and all those. Or be things. smarter about the money that we do have because a lot of money has gone mismanaged that too but mismanagement <laughs> um, waste it's just so many different things that need to be realigned and right. this, go- this goes back to also a lot of 
older generations, not just baby boomers, they're scared to let millennials in because they are afraid of change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't, mess want, it up they don't want that shift. They don't want, you know, everything is, even though everything is not okay, right. they are scared to have that change come in and make things for the better. So that room needs to be made for new people to come in and fix these problems that y'all could not fix in the last 20 years. Right. Hello, like, Absolutely. Uh, but I, I like that you offered that honest perspective because it's real. You know, Detroit is not sunshine and rainbows for everybody. It's no, not, you niggas in trouble. Yes, like it's not. <laughs> and while there are different, you know, there are some positive things. <laughs> there are positive things going on, like the art scene. You know, um, mm. for mm. I, I said in the art scene, there I'm are drowning. some positive things going on. There's still a lot of work that can be done. Absolutely. Um, and we need to make that conscious choice to do the work. Not just say, oh, yes, there's work to be done. But actually, I'm going to commit to doing this Right. Work. Here's my piece. Yeah, yeah. Because even if you don't want, if you, even if you can't do something on a large scale, you can do a neighborhood cleanup around your house and pick up trash that you see. Or, or you could just report. come and yeah. clean up on Motown Community Gardens yes. once a month. You could Shout do that. Or you, you could not talk you could shit about people that do do it. Like, or just promote it. Like I said, that I was talking about that earlier um, on Facebook with a couple of my friends. Like, sometimes you can't afford the financial support. Yeah, and sometimes I can't physically But sometimes, sometimes it's just like, I can put it on my Twitter. Yeah, other people I can show it. up. I, could I can send it in an email. I can do stuff that's free, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it still be supportive. Support doesn't always have to be. Because you don't know who your network may reach. So it's just all those different things. <laughs> what? Nothing. Girl, shut up. <laughs> Anyway, okay, Hania. Um, if you could, and this is directed to you, if you could erase everything that you've done um, and start over, would you switch paths? Um, would you switch careers? Would you switch decisions? Or would you keep, do everything all over again? I think I w- the only thing I would have, um, and I don't even necessarily would have switched it, I just would have wanted to think about it more before I did it so I could have the peace of mind of knowing that I thought about it before I did it, mm-hmm. um, which would be what I originally went to school for the first time for my bachelor's, which was I actually went for psych and soch, but I got so sick of Kalamazoo that I was Speak like, on. the only thing I could graduate right now would be uh, criminal justice. So. I'm doing it and I did it and yeah. I mean I could have bit the bullet but the bullet was hot and I didn't want to bite it, was, it. The bullet it was a bullet and, it, and at the end of the day it was a bullet and I was like eh, I don't want it and I had to get out of there and I tell myself all the time because I really do believe that that was what I needed. I did need to get away from Kalamazoo because that's a time warp and it's like an alternate dimension type Speak thing on it. that like is very awkward. Mm-hmm. And once and you're out of it, it's like that's how well, rap is. It's, it's like, like holy crap, there's a real world, world out, out here. here where you can't just be a nutcase. That is the problem with the internet friends that I have now. <laughs> this revelation that you did. <laughs> Y'all are all stuck in Kalamazoo. Okay, I get it. Never mind. Off time. And so maybe I had to do that. Maybe I have to, because it saved me a year there, Mm -hmm. but now I have to pay it back in the masters. I still Mm -hmm. have to take, but at least I'm paying it back doing jars in Detroit, being active, having fun, loving my life, and not being like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> glitching the fuck out. And it, it will drain you. It will, it will drain you, any, for sure. Any school, place, or anywhere that you don't want to be will do that to you. Like, exactly. It happened at work. We talk about burnout all the time, oh, yeah. you know, in our classes. Like, it happens. That's my I'm, dissertation topic. I've been there. Like, I, I'm going to say, you know, I'm school in Peru, Nebraska. Like, right. yeah, I had to go. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it changes my major to it get out too. It challenges your sanity. You start having thoughts that you would have never had if you weren't burnt out. Thoughts you would have never had if you weren't sleep deprived. Thoughts you would have never had if you didn't yeah. just want to punch a baby in the face at the moment. Yeah. But <laughs> you're in this place where things, where some things, your inhibitions are low because you're feeling just wild. Mm-hmm. So, although I maybe have could have done it in a way that may have been maybe more productive, as far as the actual experience, I do believe this is how it was supposed to go. Okay. That's real. So that wraps up everything that we have on paper, at least, um, for questions. Um, A and B, do y'all have anything y'all want to add? Freaking frack. Um, <laughs> the cutest thing. thing. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. You were, I like, just try to provide comedic relief. That is all. She's the baby of the bunch. I didn't know that. Yeah. I was like, no, literally, she's literally I mean, the baby. as the well, no, but then I should have known better. That's I mama. Know exactly. Because I know <laughs> that mama. So I should have known that there was no. No, way. I'm I'm the youngest. Like all of our friend group, I'm like five, four or five years younger than yeah, almost yeah, all of them. Know that you don't come yeah. off that you carry yourself. <laughs> Like a boss, so you go, girl. I can't with her and this. You don't tell Kim about that, please. I love that thing. You are the sweetest thing. That is just awesome. That is that just that hits me better. I like it. It hits me a little bit. That really helps me though, because people always talk about, which is also something in business. One, you catch more flies with honey than you do vinegar, and always stay sweet. Like, don't let the world make you hard, because in business, for sure, and what I'm doing as a freelancer, that shit is draining, and I'd be ready to cuss people out all day. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to cuss somebody. Yeah, I've been being a bitch ass for the last six months. So I'm team cuss somebody out when you have to, because people. Um, we'll try you. They'll try you. They'll be like, oh, honey's so sweet. She's so nice. I'm going to do whatever it is I have to do. And sometimes so, it's, it's, it's not a conscious Yeah, they don't even know it. And because like, you're so sweet, they just, this dog Yeah, people think they them. can manipulate you. Absolutely. Um, especially in business. That's the worst. But Absolutely. And I don't understand that concept. I really don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. Just but nice. yeah, that's you have a great dynamic going Thank on, you. and not that either of you don't. It's just this one surprised me. Yeah. I, I had no idea. Hey, I know. I mean, sometimes I'm okay with it. I think it's because I'm very sarcastic on yeah. that. Yeah, but we've talked very, about very, very, very cynical, and you're just not as nearly as just bubbly. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea. That is so precious. I love that. I love that. Oh, you guys, I think it's crazy <laughs> how all three of us work, but we're so opposite. So yeah. so Different. Like together, yeah, like, we're so different. we're yeah. completely different. Like, but that's awesome. Yeah, that's what. Different. That's just she's she gonna love everybody. She's the mama. She's the baby. I'm like the bully. I'm yes. the she's, 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 she's defensive. She'll. I'm very. Like she's very protective. protective. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Because <laughs> it's like I don't know. They usually have to reel me back in. Like, okay, sure, I come back. Come back. It's okay. They didn't mean it. I'm like, okay. They didn't mean. Yes, um, all your social yes, media, Instagram, website. Okay, cool, Twitter. cool. So, um, starting with my baby, so Jars is the Jars Journey. So, on you have website, thejarsjourney.com. Jars has two R's, it always will, it always will, it always will. You <laughs> say I didn't tell you that two R's because it does. <laughs> so, the Jars, J A R R S Journey.com is the site. The Jars Journey is um, the Instagram, the Jars Journey is the Twitter. Uh, my personal is Tiny Jag on Instagram. 
T-I-N-Y-J-A-G, Tiny Jag, Tiny Jaguar on Twitter because, you know, someone took my name, so I couldn't have that on Instagram. So I'm going to check back, but right now it's Tiny Jag on Instagram, Tiny Jaguar on Twitter. Um, do I have any more social media? I'm, I have a Facebook because you had to have one in order to put the businessy spin mm-hmm. on the Instagram, but I don't use that, so don't follow it. And that's it. That's it. So, um... Go to the site for any questions at all. The only button is get started, but that's because I believe even questions were getting you started. So if you have any questions or inquiries or anything at all, want to quote whatever you have, even if you just want to kind of like shoot the shit before you commit to anything at all, go on the site, click get started, and we will figure out what makes the most sense for each and every one of you. You have my word. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for coming to talk to us. Thank you for having me. I'm. This was so nice. This yes. was so nice. And I was so flattered when you brought it up to me when I dropped off your your juicer. I was like, I didn't even think about it. I hadn't even thought about it I wish it I could have seen her face. I was Girl, like, you, 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 I don't think you know how popping you are right now. Yeah. I've heard about you from several so many different people. people. Really? Yes. I have, and that's crazy. I have no idea. People admire it's, you. Like, She's very, very humble. Like, because mm-hmm. when I asked her, I'm like, hey, do you want to be on a new kid's podcast? She's like, oh my God. <laughs> it was the most amazing reaction. Like, I hope we get that reaction from everybody that you try to interview because it was amazing. I just couldn't believe that. I just was like, wait, what is going on right now? You want to hear me talk out loud? <laughs> so, I, I, this is like, oh, man, I just don't talk about it and cry. my baby right here you guys they got got me feeling myself <laughs> yes as you should uh, so our social media handles it's the uh, new kids llc on everything everything instagram and twitter um check us out on soundcloud at the new kids radio no no just the new kids i thought it was the new kids detroit the new kids detroit, detroit there we go yes. okay, okay, that's soundcloud it. is the new Sorry, kids I, detroit <laughs> you can also find us on itunes at the new kids llc um you can advertise with us. Yes, you can advertise with us. Which the charge journey will be doing. Yes. Yes, you have the option. Just email Hit us, us up. at uh, the new kids LLC at gmail.com and we will send you the information that you need. Yeah. Peace, love, and chicken grease. Well, not chicken grease. She's vegan. That's the whole point. Don't eat chicken. Peace, love, and positive energy. There we go. Olive right. oil. Right. 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 All right, y'all. Peace out. Bye, guys.